We're into episode nine of Trail Talk Essay. I'm Brad Brown, your host. Thank you for joining us today on the show. Uh, I must tell you, feeling uh, a little bit fluey, which, uh, yeah, not great, but the good news is these podcasts aren't contagious, uh, so you're not going to catch anything, I promise, but, uh, yeah, not sounding on top of the world. I do apologize uh, for that at the get-go. Really cool show this week. Uh, it was uh, probably one of the biggest races on the South African trail running scene last weekend, uh, the Otter African Trail Run, which we featured uh, on the show just a few weeks ago uh, here on Trail Talk SA. And I was very chuffed to catch up with the 2013 champion uh, this week, Ricky Lightfoot. Uh, it was uh, a serious hit and run for Ricky. Uh, arrived, uh, as you'll hear in the interview, uh, an hour before the prologue started and then literally headed back to the UK straight after the run. I caught up with him uh, in the Lake District in Cumbria. Uh, thanks to modern technology, had a really cool chat with Ricky uh, what an amazing guy and what a performance at the Otter as well. Smashing Ryan Sands' record. And yeah, uh, if you're interested to know if Ricky's going to come back and if he believes he could go faster than what he did on Sunday, make sure you listen to this week's episode of Trail Talk SA. Also in the show, I caught up with Gavin Krobelar. Uh He hosts a series of races uh, on the High Felt in Gauteng with us going into summer. He's got a whole series of races coming up, but the next one taking place on the 6th of October at Van Galen's uh, in Hardebeerspoort Dam. And I chatted to Gavin a little bit about that race and also some of his personal ambitions. He's got a big race coming up. He's running the Okrabis, uh for the first time. So chatted to Gav a little bit about that as well. As always, uh, I love to hear from you. Thanks for being in touch. Uh, if you have popped us an email, tweet or Facebook message, you can keep them coming. The email address is podcast at trailtalksa.co.za. You can tweet us at trailtalksa or like us on Facebook as well, and you can be in touch that way too. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Before I do, though, I uh, just want to give you a heads up that we have changed the playouts uh, platform that uh, our website runs off. So hopefully it's a, a lot easier to listen to. I know it is definitely a lot easier to share. So if you do find value in these podcasts, if you wouldn't mind telling your running mates about it, uh, let's share the love and help grow the sport that we, we all, all love. So head to trailtalksa.co.za, check out the playout system. It makes it a lot easier. You can download it uh, straight off the website as well. You don't need uh, to head to iTunes. If you are listening through an Apple device, that is the easiest way. Subscribe to it, and it'll get sent directly to your inbox without you even thinking about it. So it's as simple as that. Trailtalksa.co.za is the website. Uh, first interview this week, Ricky Lightfoot. Over the last few weeks here on Trail Talk SA, we've been chatting a lot about the African Otter Trail Run, the Grail of Trail. Uh, we've had the organizers on. We've had uh, AJ Collitz on, Ryan Sands, who speaks very highly of it, Lundy Hrailing. Uh, and the race took place this past weekend. And it's an absolute pleasure to have the 2013 Otter champion on the show with us this week from the Lake District in Cumbria. Ricky Lightfoot, welcome on to Trail Talk SA. Thanks for taking the time to chat to us. No, thanks very much for having us, Brad. Ricky, I'm amazed. You, it was a, a real in-and-out trip for you. you. You mentioned that your flights were delayed before the race, so you only arrived on the day of the prologue. you back in Cumbria now. It's just a few days after the race. It must, I mean, this last week for you must have been really, really crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's not ideal um 
my first flight was delayed, so it meant I missed them, missed the rest, and so I had to get a couple of more flights and a couple of stayovers in different places um, to get here, which meant I got here on the day of the prologue about one thirty in the afternoon. Um, so you know, it's it's not always great getting out of a car and an hour later racing when you've been sat and sat down for the last two days. But you know, I did I did what was needed to be done, and I think I finished eighth on the prologue. So you know, I was happy, but. It's not always ideal, is it? No, I'm sure you, you must have been really, really stressed, though. Like, am I going to make it? Am I not going to make it? Because it's a long way to come. Let, let's be honest. I mean, we, we're not just around the corner. South Africa is, is far to go. And, and, and tell me just your thought process heading to the race. Um, yeah, well, that, that initial missing the first flight, um, the second flight, um, the told us that I might not be able to get there until Sunday, which I was thinking, oh, oh God. But uh, anyways, they, they found... Some other flights, which meant going through Amsterdam and um, a stay over in London, um, but but yeah, you you're thinking about it all the time. It you know you're conscious of it on the flight. You you're getting up. You've you've got to stretch your legs. Uh, just have a general walk about so you don't get too stiff. Uh, constantly drinking and and eating good food because when you're traveling as well, you you tend to eat a lot of rubbish food. Um, you know, food what just quick and easy. So. Um, I try not to eat too much bread and um, eat a lot of fruit, drink a lot of water, um, which definitely, I think, helps. Um, but, yeah, I mean, even even when I got to George, I was, or, or when I was in Cape Town, I was worrying about getting to the race still. Um, but, you know, you, you've you've just got to sort of play with what you got. And um, when I got there and did the prologue, I did, and I did enough to... To qualify for the top 24 which was all all that mattered on that day um so yeah i was i was pretty happy with that and then let's talk about the race itself on on sunday i mean the field this year is pretty good as far as the south african athletes go i mean aj collitz was there lucky mia uh all the big names okay ryan ryan sands the the obvious uh, omission but uh, i mean there was a probably the best field that they've had there in in, in a long long time confidence wise i mean you've had a great year as well uh so so i mean you must be pretty confident going into into the race on sunday yeah i'm a, i mean I, I know i'm strong um but after the prologue i was you know i didn't feel i didn't feel brilliant during the run i, I had an eight that morning um and it sort of knocked my confidence a bit just because you know the to, i think i was over 17 minutes and some some of the faster guys were sort of early 16 minutes and it just makes you think, you know, I've had bitten off a bit more than I can chew with all the travelling. Um, but it just means uh, you, you think about your race plan a lot more as well. Um, so it wasn't until I, I sort of set off that initial 100 metres that I thought, uh, you know, I changed my mind. I said, right, I'm going to I'm gonna run out hard here because some of the faster guys slowed down. And I said, you know, if I'm going to be tired, I'm going to be tired at the end. So push it on at the start. Um, and just see what happens, and you know it, it it worked great for myself. So yeah, it was it was I was pretty happy with that. I mean, you said you went out you went out pretty fast. The, the record, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation. Could somebody go under four and a half hours? When did you know that you know what I've got a shot at 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 sort of smashing this record? Um, well, I, I didn't I didn't really know to be honest. Um, I was wearing the Suntu Ambit, which was you know to keep an eye on how far I was how far along the route I was um, but at any point I didn't really know how far it was to the finish so I wasn't sure on time 
Um, I, I had been told that it was about 12 kilometers from the, is it the Blokrat's crossing? And so I had a rough idea there, but even still, you don't know that you're going to break the record. You know, that wasn't one of the goals. It was just to come here, um, enjoy it and race, race some of South Africa's best athletes, which I was, I was glad to come and do. I mean, let's let's talk about the the race itself. I mean, I, I've seen I've seen a couple of tweets of yours since you've you've returned home. I mean, you you you're blown away by the race, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a it's a blue, beautiful place. I've I've never run a race with so much single track, and you know, the the route is that technical. There's that much climbing, and it's right next next to the sea. Um, it's an amazing course, and it's. If I don't run it again, it's one I'll definitely come back and I'll 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 do the hike. Um, yeah, I've I've seen nothing like it, and and like I say, um, you know, Mark said at the start about the litter and stuff, and you you don't see any litter even. The, I went out the next day after the race for a, a run before I went home, and there was there's hardly there's no litter at all on the beaches or anything. It's and it's unbelievable that there's no litter. I, I mean, it's, it is. It, it's, I mean, we, we probably take it for granted. It's, it's a beautiful part of our country, and, and we absolutely love it. But, but just hearing it from, from someone else, I think, points it out. And, and that's probably something to take out of this. And, and it doesn't matter. I mean, we're talking the otter now, but it doesn't matter what trail run you're doing. I, I think the key is whatever you take on the trail, make sure you take it off the trail with you. I don't know if you feel the same way, Ricky. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's so many races in the UK, um, and there's a... There's a lot of people who don't have respect for the the fells in the Lake District. You know, there'll be a, there's a race most weekends or you know most weeks, but you can go out on the on the route afterwards, and you know there's gel wrappers, uh, but banana skins, and um, you know the energy bar wrappers, and it's it's a real shame because some people you know they just they just have a gel and then they throw it, or even the little bits of wrapper off the the gel, and it's it's such a such a shame. Um, the spawning for everybody else. Yeah, without a doubt. And then uh, just talking about the otter again, as as far as a, a race and, and an experience. I mean, you you've been lucky enough to race pretty much around the world. Uh, where would you rate the otter to to some of the other races you've raced? Um, with re- with regards to toughness, it's a you know it's a pretty tough course. Um, just because of of where it's at and the trail itself, because it's so technical, it doesn't just require. Um, your physical, uh, full physical attention. It, it's your mental attention as well because you're concentrating so hard on the trail. Um, not just the ground, it's the, the trees and the branches. You've got to be be careful. You know, if you're looking at the ground too much, you're going to hit one of those trees and uh, it's not a good place to be when you do. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it ranks up there with some of the toughest races I've done um, just because of that. And and as far as the the beauty of it, I mean, we've spoken about that, but I mean, ranking that up with with some of the other trail runs you've done. Yeah, no, it's you know second to none. It's a, it's amazing. Um, you know the white sandy beaches, the the waves crashing against the rocks, and being so close to the sea, which you know I, up in Cumbria, I live I live right next to the sea, and I love running along the 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 shore and the banks along there, and it's. You know, it's a it's a great race for that. I would recommend anybody um, who's visiting South Africa to go and do the Otter Trail at some point in their life. 
Yeah, it's actually quite funny because every every sort of really good athlete I've spoken to on the show, South African wise, they they all. I mean, that is number one. They they say if if there's one race you need to do in South Africa, it's the Otter Trail. But but you mentioned the Lake District and and you grew up there as well, and that's that's where you got into trail running. Tell us a little bit about your your youth and and growing up and 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 when this journey started for you. Um. Well, it, I started quite quite late as a runner. Um. You know, fourteen. A lot of kids um around my area. We're already running and and running on the fells, um, but it wasn't until till then uh, I was in secondary school that the the then site manager of the school um, he used to take the kids out for races and um, to take them different events. Um, and Brian Taylor, the guy the guy who took me to my first race, I still train with him now and um, and we run together quite a lot. Um, you know, he, he's, he's took me all over the UK, and and that's what sort of sparked it for me. Um, from then on, I just, you know, I wanted to see more and more, and um, I started travelling abroad, sort of 2007, and that's it. I was hooked. You know, some of the sky races, the bigger mountains in in the Alps and the Pyrenees, it was it was amazing. Um, but yeah, I've I've always trailed run since I was 14. And, took it serious since I was about 18 and it's some something I'll always do it's you know it's it's in it's in me now it's you know if a, if a day goes by and I'm not out running it, you know that's a bad day um so you know I've got to be grateful towards my fiance Sophie she's she you know she puts up with it a lot and, and and she's expecting as well you you're about to become a dad yes um it's it's actually two weeks tomorrow uh, the due date, so you know it's uh, it's good to get home and uh, to look after. I'm sure, Ricky. You you've had an amazing year. I mean, you you've won the Otter now, but you you also the 2013 uh, Trail World Champion in Wales, which took place uh, earlier this year as well. Tell us a little bit about that race. I mean, going into there, uh, I mean the best in the world, and and you've beaten them all. Yeah, um, I mean. It, my my initial goal was to to qualify for the the Great Britain team and and book my place to the World Championship in Wales. Um, so I was going into the race and I w- I wasn't sort of I was if I had run a top ten spot I would have been happy. Um, so I, I went down to the Wales on the two days before, but the day before I was ill. Um, you know I I went to the opening ceremony and I had to go back to the hotel and. Um, I was I was being sick along the way and I spent most of the day in bed. So you know to get up the next morning and um, I didn't feel good at all. Um, like you say, there's there's a lot of good runners there, but and there's a lot lot of good runners missing, which is a real shame. Uh, but hopefully the event will grow and grow. Um, I I just started that race as I always do. You know I, I got myself to the front. I, I sort of set the pace um, just to see who come with us. Because sometimes in a lot of trail races, a lot of people will will head out, and you know they'll they'll just be happy to sort of run along in a group um, until the last you know five miles or something, and then it gets really hard to race. But I prefer to bring it to everybody and you know race it from the start. I think it's a it's a lot better way to run a race, and it makes it more interesting. Um, but yeah, in in Wales, Wales was just one of those days. What you know, everything went well. Um, you know, the we had a great support team. Um, you know, the the gels and the water were all going down great. Um, 
and um, no, it was it was a good day. And then, as as far as 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 running tactics and that sort of thing, is, is that just something you've developed over the years, going out hard and seeing who follows, or or is is it something you've developed? Um, yeah, I mean, as far as I can remember, I've, it, it depends on how you feel. If you if you're feeling good, it's a it's a good thing to do. Um, but sometimes it's if it's just a short race, it's good just to sort of steady away and go with the leaders and try and sort of put it in towards the end. Um, but yeah, it's over the years it's just developed and it's it's how I like to run as well. Um, I think it just makes more, for a more interesting race, and you know, it, there's there's a lot of records in the Lake District, and they're from they're from sort of 80s and and 90s, and you know they're never going to be broke if people just sit in a pack and run to the end together. You know, you've got to get out there and you've got to run hard, race it, um, just like they were back then. Yep, give it a give it a full go, Ricky. One of the one of the things that that you mentioned that that you don't feel like you've had you you almost feel like there's something missing if you haven't had a run on a day and and South Africans are are pretty spoilt when it comes to to weather and climate we've got got a, a phenomenal climate it depends where you stay I mean down in the western cape during winter it gets a bit cold and rainy but where, where I am up north our winters are are pretty mild we don't get any rain during winter so we're really lucky and and people let's be honest bitch and moan about the weather here and oh we can't get out and train in winter because it's really tough how do you wrap your head around? Because let's be honest, the, the UK winters can be miserable, uh, and so, <laughs> sometimes the summers can be miserable too. But how do you yeah, how yeah. do you, how do you sort of wrap your head around getting out and, and training in poor weather? Um, you, you know, you've got you've just got to think of everybody else. Um, you know, they're about training as well, and it's just as hard for them. Um, but as long as you as long as you're taking the right kit out and you're wearing the right stuff, it doesn't really matter what the weather is. At end of the day, it only goes skin deep. And if you if you're wet ten minutes into the run, it doesn't matter, does it? Um, you know, sometimes it's really tough to get out and and get out on the fells because of the weather's so so bad. But you know, it's it's somewhat what we do, and you know, it, it's tough for everybody. So just just get out and do it. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's sometimes it's tough in the summer as well with the amount of uh, wet weather we get. Mm. Yeah, I, I sometimes think we we too lucky and too blessed here in South Africa. It makes us soft. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and Ricky, I mean, now that you you have the the record and it's 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 yours, I can guarantee you there's going to be a whole lot of South Africans who are going to be out to to get that record back because it's just not on that a foreigner has the record for the Arthur <laughs> Trail Run. Will you be back to defend your title? Um. Yeah. I mean, I I, I would like to come back and sort of run the otter again um you know there's i think there's time still to be taken off that 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 record as well um you know maybe maybe on the day if if i was racing somebody there was another there was possibly another five minutes to be took off um so it'll be interesting to see um the the in the next few races the people that come and um see if the time comes down anymore yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make for interesting, gonna make for very interesting racing. And then uh, looking ahead uh, for you, I mean, what what's on the cards for you now? Obviously, uh, baby arriving in a couple of weeks, so that's gonna be your main focus for now. But as far as racing goes in the future, um, yeah, I, I mean, this year and um, the end of last year, I hadn't really planned anything. I just 
come from a, a sort of four-month injury um, last July. Um, so I'm I'm pretty happy at the minute just to sort of roll along and uh, you know see what comes my way. But um, for the immediate future, yeah, I mean the baby's on the way next month, so I, I'm, it's going to be a quiet time for me. Um, but the cross country starts in the UK, um, sort of the end of this month. So I'll probably slowly change from the fell running and mountain running to the cross country running, um, just for that that winter speed. Um, and get a, I've got a few a couple of things planned in December. Um, just wait and see if they come off. Okay, and then and then finally, just I mean, you, you we we've spoken how you got involved in in trail running and your love for trail running. What's the biggest lesson that trail running has taught you? Um, to to appreciate what you've got. Um, I mean, a lot of people around this area certainly, the you know it's on the doorsteps and it's for free. Um, and they they just don't appreciate it. You know, it's a it's an amazing place to to live in the Lake District, as you'll agree with yourself. You know, um, living near the Otter Trail or in Cape Town, um, it's it's so impressive. But just not enough people appreciate it and have the the respect for it. You know, as Mark was saying, um, when he used to go to the beach when he was he was smaller, you know, it was a better place for him going there because he always come away with a, a bags full of litter and it'd be great if everybody had that same same sort of philosophy um but, but yeah it's uh, just appreciate what you've got and look after it yeah without a doubt ricky lightfoot congratulations once again on your superb win this weekend it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you we look forward to welcoming you back here in sa and 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 looking forward to, to seeing you racing again in the future hopefully and um thanks very much brad thanks a lot Trail Talk SA, and uh, yeah, from one iconic race to, to many races around South Africa, it was great chatting to Ricky, but uh, yeah, we've got some amazing, amazing races here in South Africa, and uh, an absolute pleasure to welcome onto the show. I think it's the first time I've spoken to you on, on Trail Talk SA. Gavin Krobelar, welcome. Thanks, Brad. It's uh, awesome to be chatting to you on Trail Talk. Yeah, I mean, I've chatted to you on, on various other other podcasts that I do, but it's the first one for Trail, and Trail's a, a big part of what you guys do at the Multisport Basement, and you've got a, a race coming up on the 6th of October. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, trail is a big part of uh, what we do. It's uh, what we're very passionate about. It's actually probably most of uh, our business. And, uh, yes, we've got a our first one of the season in the half of summer trail challenge coming up um on the 6th of october it's sunday at uh, van Harlan cheese farm um yeah and we cater for from entry level to slightly longer from uh, we've got a 6 a 12 and a 20k option um and what we try and do is we just try and give the guys an awesome experience throwing a couple of climbs with a single track uh, a bit of technical stuff and also have an awesome day at the same time um, and uh, while guys get uh, the benefits of some of our, you know, we've got some pretty good brands on board like uh, Goo, um, Energy Labs, um, Salomon, and Brighton. So, you know, with the help of them, we can actually make cool events like this happen there. Yeah, I mean, Van Gaalens is a, is a great place to head out. There's some, some amazing trails out there. Uh, from a technical point of view, I mean, you, you've got the three distances, but, I mean, the, the lower ones, would, would someone who's just started out, would that, would that be a good, good option for them? Yes, um, so, you know, it's, we're trying to get the balance right, um, with, you know, 
So if you're an entry-level runner, you know, you're kind of trying to cut your teeth on this stuff and, and get into it, it's not going to uh, sort of put you off. But uh, at the same time, there's also enough um, of a challenge for your seasoned uh, guys um, and, and girl runners out there. So um, obviously, if you've got a very high fitness level, you want to go to the longer distance, which is either the 12 or the 20. Um, but it's also, if you're going to do the 20 and you're trying a 20 for the first time, yes, we've got quite a big climb in there, but it's, you know, it's not like you're climbing through the Alps. So it's still the half arch here. We don't have the biggest mountains on earth, but it's still, having said that, it's still a challenge for um, your seasoned guys if you are sort of kind of give it a good go and race it. Yeah, we, we don't have mountains, but we don't have much oxygen either, which doesn't help. <laughs> I suppose that helps, yeah. It sort of um, throws the span in the works there exactly. for uh, any of the other guys who are used to the mountains. Exactly. Yeah. Gav, and then entries-wise, how can people go about entering? Um, uh, entering on our own site on uh, multisportbasement.co.za. Um, you go on there, you just have to register. And what the cool thing is, if you register for the first time for the rest of the series, you are sorted. You just have to go on and pay um, for the rest of the races when those entries open um, later on in the year and in the, in the new year. Uh, but once you're registered, you, you, you are sorted for the rest of the series. You just got to take care of the payments. And, uh, yeah, uh, you get your T-shirt, you get a medal, you get a burger at the finish line, you get some awesome stuff from Goo and Brighton. So, uh, yeah, it's just going to be an absolutely awesome day. I mean, as you said earlier, Van Gaalen is such an awesome venue. It offers everything. Yeah. So, Sounds, yeah. sounds like fun. And then, Gav, from a, from a personal perspective, uh, one thing I dig about you is you, you're not just organizing races. You actually walk the talk, so to speak. You've got a big race coming up in a few weeks as well. Yeah, um, something I'm sure I've been threatening to do for quite a while. I've, uh, you know, I've done the ultras and I've done that kind of stuff and always wanted to do you know, a, a, an extreme multi-day race and finally taken the plunge. I've been threatening for a few years. And, um, yeah, in three weeks, I'll be doing the Kalahari or Krabi's Extreme Marathon. Um, managed to put a decent uh, weekend last week, uh, some mileage, spent some time away running to Cape Town for Old Timers Memorial Challenge with a bunch of awesome guys. And uh, now, as far as I can see, I think I'm ready for this one, eh? Brilliant. So, as ready as you can before a desert race, I suppose. I'm uber jealous, man. That that race is on my bucket list as well. Hopefully, hopefully in, in a year or two's time, I'll be I'll be joining you. But yeah, I chatted to, to Daniel Rowland, who actually uh, won the Atacama Crossing earlier this year. He's coming out, and uh, I reckon he's going to give it a good tonk. Uh, you're going to give him some competition? Um, sure. I don't, uh, <laughs> I'd like to... Uh, Go in saying that I'm going to finish the race, uh, being my first one, you know, of uh, sort of this magnitude. Um, perhaps when you're there in a year or two, when you decide to do it, maybe it'll be a different story <laughs> when I'm, I can go out there and I can race it. But uh, baby steps for now. Uh, I've never done anything like this before, so let's just say I'm going to go in and finish it. <laughs> that, that wasn't a very confident answer, Gav. <laughs> Well, those kind of things do scare me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure. Gav, as always, uh, an absolute pleasure to catch up. Uh, I'll pop those links for, for the Multisport Basement website up on the show notes for this episode of Trail Talk SA as well. So if somebody's listening to this and they want to enter the race, all they need to do is just head over to our website and they can link straight through to the entries page. I'll pop that up for you as well, Gav. That's awesome. And as always, Brad, it's been awesome chatting to you and uh, thanks for this awesome platform, man. It's uh, brilliant. Well, another week comes and goes here on Trail Talk SA. Thanks to both our guests this week, Ricky and Gavin. I appreciate your time. 
uh, and catching up with us and giving us an opportunity to share what you're up to uh, with our listeners here on the podcast. As always, uh, if there's something that you would like us to chat about or discuss here on Trail Talk SA, please do be in touch. You can email podcast at trailtalksa.co.za. You can tweet us as well at trailtalksa. It is as simple as that. Until next week, have yourself a superb one, and we'll chat soon. Cheers.